Joe is a cabbie. He's a cab driver. And he gets a call. He's doing the midnight shift. He gets a call to pick up someone at 2.30 in the morning. So he pulls up to an apartment building, and there's one light on in the whole building. The whole place is dark. And usually he would give a honk, but he thought, maybe I should just go and ring the bell, and he did. And appearing at the door was a woman who was probably in her mid to late 90s, probably four foot one, like me. Hey. And she smiled and said, could you take my bag? She had two bags. He said, sure. So he took the bags into the car, he came back, and she grabbed onto his arm as he put her in the cab. And he said, where to, ma'am? And she said, you know, what's your name, young man? And he said, Joe. And she said, Joe, I don't want to go to my address just yet where I'm going. And he said, okay, what do you want me to do? He said, would you mind driving around the city for a little while? And he said, all right, if that's what you want. She said, because I'm going to a hospice. And my doctor told me, I don't have a lot of time. So I want to enjoy this moment. So she gave him directions first to a place where she had met her husband, like 65, 70 years ago. Then he took her to the house that she grew up in as a child. And then he took her to her place of work for so many years. And it was just about 5.30 in the morning or so, and the sun, you know, just starting to come up above the horizon, and she said to him, okay, Joe, we can go to the address now. And they got there. And when they got there, it was a small convalescent home. And he took the bags out of the car, and he brought them to the door. And there were two orderlies that came, put her in the wheelchair, and wheeled her through the door. But before that, she grabbed his hand, and he, she said to him, Joe, thank you, thank you, for giving an old lady just a moment of joy. You know, folks, Sometimes in life, people don't always remember what we did. People don't always remember what we say. But people always remember how we make them feel. People always remember. And I'm sure she never, ever forgot that. Well, Joe was so overcome with emotion he turned his cab off, and he just parked by the lake, and he just took a walk and started reflecting on life. He was so overcome. You see, Joe did something for that woman that Jesus asks you and me to do. You see, it's very clear that with the ascension of Christ, and we heard it 
in both the second reading and in the gospel, right? With the ascension of Christ, Jesus needs to sit down. And then he needs for you and me to take the reins, and he needs us to be active. That's what Joe did. Joe was active. Now, in the gospel, we hear about signs. Now, those are some fascinating signs, right? But Joe was a sign to this woman, a sign of God's goodness, a sign of God's love, a sign of God's compassion and mercy, a sign of God's kingdom. And isn't that what you and me are called to be? Aren't we called to be signs for others? We are. Imagine, if you will, for a moment, if all children listen to their parents all the time without ever complaining. I see some Snickers and here's some. Don't call my parents and ask them how I was as a child, because that's not going to go well for me. But think about that. Wouldn't that be different? And wouldn't that be a sign of the kingdom? How about if parents took the time to set aside a specific time each evening where the TV was off, the stereo was off, the computer was off, the cell phones were hidden, and the family sat and talked about their fears, their dreams, their hopes, what was going on in their lives. Wouldn't that be different? How about a person, perhaps someone at work, a coworker? Maybe we object. Or a fellow student being belittled and we refuse to laugh at a racial or a prejudicial joke. Wouldn't that be a sign of God's kingdom. What if I, I'm going to use me, decided to be patient with someone in my life who annoyed me all the time, and I decided to really listen carefully to what they have to say and to try to understand where they're coming from? You see, folks, these are just a few simple examples Whatever causes people to take notice, that sets us apart, we go against the grain. If it's oriented toward truth and justice and love and compassion, these are signs of God's kingdom. And to fulfill our mission, the mission of Jesus, we need these signs. We need literally to become these signs for others. You see, Jesus has ascended, but he can only sit down if you and me make a conscious choice to be active. We need to continue to work. You see, this mission causes us to ask a question, each and every one of us. Who am I? And I have a few answers. And I want you to repeat after me. I am chosen. I am loved. 
I am forgiven. I am redeemed. I am a new creation. I am purpose-filled for the mission of Jesus. Amen.